Hello, welcome to Hazardous Opinions. I'm Eric, and I have Hunter and Andy joining me today. And today we are covering Castaway, a movie that came out in the year 2000. It's a, the, the Y2K movie. Uh, it's an adventure <laughs> drama and uh, romance with uh, inanimate objects sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, this one was brought to us by the great Robert Zemeckis, uh, creator of uh, Back to the Future. So you got some good hands here. Uh, and yeah, this one's starring Tom Hanks and Helen Hunt, even though 90-something percent of the movie is just uh, Tom Hanks here. Couldn't and find us one. Yes, and Wilson. Couldn't <laughs> find us in, uh, anywhere on the streaming services, uh, so you guys will probably have to find this one physically or rent it. But yeah, for those of you that have not seen this movie in a while, uh, it stars our protagonist, of course, Tom Hanks, Chuck, uh, who is a FedEx employee who goes down in a plane crash while delivering some packages uh, with the pilots. Uh, He's the only survivor and gets stuck on an island very far away from where he's supposed to be. Uh, With only a uh, volleyball and his packages to keep him company, he has to survive until help comes. (laughs) Uh, that help does not does not come. So, what do you guys give this movie? Uh, Ten. Eric, what do you think? Oh man, it's so good. I keep coming back to it. I have to watch it about like once a year to uh, humble myself because I feel like I'm doing a little too good in life, and I'm like, you know what? I could be, you know, trapped on an island where nobody would be able to find me and uh, uh, be lost in my thoughts with uh, by, you know, eating half cooked crab, <laughs> you know, life could suck. So I got to appreciate what I have. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's a, a good eight out of 10. Really good movie. An awesome. eight? All right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll take it. Ah, I will give my first number rating for um, for being on the pod. I would say I'd give this a seven. So just a little below you, Eric. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'll get into why I gave it a seven. But like, for the most part, very enjoyable movie. And can't believe I checked it out for the first time. And I knew all the references. I knew the quotes especially like watching other movies that kind of reference to it. So yeah, it, it was really nice finally seeing the, the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd give it a seven. Yeah. Mostly really enjoyable. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I liked this one. I thought it was very self-contained, a uh, good story and got some good life lessons out of it, even though the movie ends up, feeling a little depressing with a happy <laughs> theme by the end. Uh, I give this one about 7.5. It's good. 7.5. Okay. So we're kind of all in the same zone there with ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not too far off the map. At least one of us didn't give it like a two, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible by any means, but no, it's a, no, yeah. it's a classic. I would say it's still as my first time watching it through still seemed like it, 
mostly held up as a classic. You know, there's some yes. lines like the just say no to drugs stuff. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get it's a little dated. Those references don't really click anymore. But Right, right. And um, especially, like, <laughs> it always pops in my head randomly, but Wilson, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, uh, that's one of those. Uh, that's one of the first quotes you think about when you hear about Castaways. Wilson, exactly. It's, a, it's such a long sequence, and it's uh, it's really also really depressing too. It, it evokes <laughs> emotion out of you for sure. So, <laughs> yeah, I that was one of probably my favorite things about the movie, which I'm sure is why it's a classic as well. Is the characterization of a volleyball? Mm-hmm. Like at first, I'm like okay, I know the references, like, yeah, this is cheesy. And then by the end, like, you're looking at Wilson like it's another character in the movie. And yeah. Like, yeah. even oh, Tom yeah. Hanks is, like, saying things and then looking over, waiting for a response. And it's just, he, he does really good with it, with uh, playing back and forth. Never by thought that... I'd be emotionally attached to a volleyball. Yeah. Because <laughs> by that time, when he's looking back and stuff, I'm like, well, I miss Wilson now. Yes. <laughs> I'm missing the volleyball. <laughs> yeah, you're with him. You're feeling yeah. that with him. Yeah. You'll hear uh you're out there at the end when he's on his little boat and you see Wilson in the background floating away. You're like, no, no. where's he going? No, Wilson. Safe travels, Wilson. I'm sorry. You got that same damn smug look on his face too. Where do you think you're going? Come back here. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, and, I love this movie. Also, first off, like starting with the beginning of the movie, Elvis music, you got me. You got me hooked already. Yeah. Well, I bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Yeah, uh, this movie's very late. Like why I picked it for December, I thought it would be more Christmas themed. It's only really the intro is Christmas themed. Yeah, I, I like that vibe. It yeah, because you said this was a Christmas movie. Technically, it right? took place during Christmas, I think. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I mostly picked it because it's a, it's a classic that we haven't seen, or at least two of us. So mm-hmm. yeah. want to discuss. No, it was a good choice, I would say. And also, like from the beginning, it does. It seems like a FedEx ad right away, doesn't it? Yeah. So I had to look into <laughs> this. I'm like, there's no way they didn't pay a couple million for product placement. FedEx actually, like from articles I've seen, like try to get them to not show stuff in this movie. Like they specifically did not pay for this <laughs> because of the premise, basically, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah they yep. didn't pay them. Sh- they didn't pay them anything. Um, but like, I guess FedEx has said like after the success of the movie that they're they're happy <laughs> that yeah. they were included. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I seen some stats that were like they had like huge jumps in employment numbers after this movie. <laughs> Why would you? It was it was guys. It was thirty percent more job applications for FedEx after this movie. Came out. <laughs> that doesn't I make any sense. It. It I know. It's literally saying, yeah, we're on a FedEx plane and it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only survivor. It's like, yeah, I want to do that. Man. Yeah. I really <laughs> want to be a part of FedEx now. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I didn't, I didn't even know how like they got in that situation. Yeah, it was a storm, but like, did they just not have the technology to foresee that stuff kind of happening? Or yeah, maybe maybe it was the time, huh? I don't know. I, I that was one thing I considered too, and I'm like, I feel like their transponder would locate them better in modern days. But I'm like, I don't think it was too dated back in 2000. Yeah, I think they still had oh. like, I don't know, something for it. Had to be somewhat, you know, safe for those kind of things, you know, even in 2000. Yeah, Mm. we we have Mm. had planes go missing during our lifetime, like that Malaysia Airlines one that went missing for a couple of years. Yeah, I guess it's believable. And that float away. That one didn't have as good of an outcome as this film, unfortunately. Not that this one had a great outcome. No, no, but I mean, four survivors. At least, at least he came. At least yeah. he came back home. You know, yeah. like that. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, to not to jump right to the ending, but I did mm-hmm. want to talk about the theme of this movie a little bit. Uh, I want to hear like what you guys think of that. I was kind of thinking maybe it's like like a don't give up hope type of theme. That's what I was getting because then he turns around at the end. He's trying to pick a road to go on. He's like. I'll marry that girl, that random farm girl there. Yeah, yeah, like, kind of like luck I'll will marry that come girl? around. <laughs> what? That's what it felt like to me. Like he was, it kind like of he's, felt like <laughs> he's on the intersection at the end. And he's looking which road to go down to like go to different states, and yeah. then he looks back down her road at the end, and it just like cuts there. I'm like, okay, so he's gonna go live with her and. You know, I, don't, I, I think maybe. he found her interesting. And yeah, what was maybe like, he okay. to go or something. I don't know if he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go marry that girl. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I think I Andy was kind of shortening it. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I, I know what you mean, but it's just it's funny. Well, he's like, it's such a weird thing to see, and like, like you get it in movie magic, but like if you compare it to like if that happened in real life, like he placed so much emotion on this box because of the wings on it. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally gave it to her, he like, I don't know, had this transference of all this emotion from Helen Hunt to her, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it was weird, but like the movie ends happily ish. Like at least some, he's not alone. Some part of his life kind of ended with Ellen, uh, Helen Hunt. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So he, he yeah, kind of just like moving on, accepting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy, though, that package, like the dedication to deliver that package. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all he oh, got yeah. was all he got was, hey, thanks. You know? Yeah, like, damn it, woman. Was, I... Island? was it like was it five years? It was like three, three I think, years. There was a three year time jump. Yes. Plus however long we've seen in the before that time jump. Oh, man. Yeah, Surviving. I think sounds right. With that package for three years, and then making it back, delivering it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you almost want to yell at her, like, "Do you know how much I went through, bitch? (laughs) You know, you know what I did for this package. (laughs) You would not believe it, even if I told you. (laughs) No, yeah. Honestly, like, I kind of think the ending is like, you know, he got the luck that he went through. Yeah, very bad luck. And it kind of just it swings back around as like 
good luck, I guess, you know? Um, I think, I think it's like how surreal it is. Like his experience, like coming back from that Island with that package. And then like someone who had no idea what he went through and living a normal life, just delivering the package very late, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) just like, I think it was just the, the surrealness of it. You know? Yeah. This movie almost had like, also like a sub theme of isolation from trauma experience, like not exact comparison, but like, like someone coming home from a war in a movie and then like no one being able to understand what they went through. It kind of felt like like that. Like he was at the party and they brought, it was all seafood and like, you guys are so insensitive to what he just went through. Yep. No nothing but seafood for three years. (laughs) No kidding. I mean, like, we gotta go fishing sometime. Even yeah. if it's prepared right, <laughs> I'm like, you right? can do, you know? <laughs> Imagine if they brought out the coconut milk after that, too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but coconut milk and crab. Would you like, like a glass of water? Would you like a glass of water that uh, drips very slowly? Yeah, you know? some salty Basically. water, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I doubt goodness. he was drinking salt water, but like. Didn't he have that whole rainwater system thing? Uh, he had a, a fresh water inside his cave. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where it mm-hmm. was. So one of the cons of this movie, I wish we got more survival stuff. Like that three-year time jump was like, like I missed so much stuff. And I get that this would be probably a three-hour movie if they expanded upon that. But I was almost intrigued to see like what he did to survive and like more looking into packages like he opened maybe three or, or so yep and i really liked him using like the ice skates and stuff as like his yeah. knives and the spears and i just would like to see a little bit more of that well like i feel like uh we kind of like we like before the cut or the before the time jump um i feel like we kind of got like most of what could have like been happening like every day for those three years because like really there's not much to do other than to survive right Mm -hmm. so it it starts with like before the cut it was like him like trying to you know do fish or trying to fish with a spear and then three years later like he's been doing it so much getting so much better and now you could just like throw a spear and hit one you know so it's I'm sure that's how it was. Like we saw like how he started fire and stuff and how he was like building um, a shelter. And I feel like that's pretty much how it was like every day, just foraging for food, just trying to survive till the next day, you know? Yeah. No, I couldn't imagine definitely. like what it would be more than that. Cause he pretty much explored the whole Island. I mean, it wasn't huge. You know, I was expecting the Island to be cartoonishly small. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, but yeah, it, it seemed pretty expansive. And I would say the downfall to this movie, why I gave it a seven was exactly what Andy was talking about, where I felt like I don't know why people consider this quite a bit of a thriller. I don't think it's a thriller other than the beginning part where the plane crashes. Yeah, when it's very hectic, and you're feeling that 
thrill and emotion. Other than that, it's kind of, I don't know, it's more like slow moving. It's more dramatic. Yeah. I guess. And yeah, I I wish we would have seen, I mean, I, I don't mean to sound like a <laughs> like a crybaby or anything, but like, I wish we would have seen a little more uh, excitement, I guess, while he was on the island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I feel like it really would have like added to the experience if there was like more. Adversary, uh, uh, adversity. Yeah. <laughs> this is the word is on on the island. Right. Because like it really is just like like what I said before, like it's just like the same just cut, like just the same thing over and over. It's just him trying to survive. And I think it's like the the devolving of his uh, psyche is what what gets really dramatic at that point. And it's not even like that bad. It could have been way worse. I feel like anybody that's like isolated on an island like that would just completely lose their mind. But like, you know, him talking to a volleyball, like I feel like is pretty mild compared to what could have happened. Like your point that um, we did kind of see all of it before the time jump, like all of the different survival stuff. Yeah. And now that I'm reconsidering that, maybe more build up to that stuff would have been the payoff rather than more adversarial events. Mm -hmm. Just the same events, but more spacing between them and more, uh, I don't know, just build up to them. Like we see his failed rescue right away before that time jump as well. And I don't know, this movie moves pretty quick uh, at pace. I think it's only like an hour 20. Oh, it's two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, This movie flies by actually. And you were way off with that time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie does not feel like two and a half hours, which is kind of a pro for it. But no, I feel I, like you'd yeah. still fit more in it. I agree. I do. And actually, uh, fun fact uh, that I wanted to bring up um, with Wilson and being able to actually like be like talk to an inanimate object better for Tom Hanks, they they wrote actual lines of dialogue for, for Wilson. So that, that was sense. more natural for him yeah. to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also what would have made the movie like a little more interesting. I, I'm kind of glad they didn't go with this, but to make it more interesting with Tom Hanks, be like you said, Eric, with the psyche you know, kind of uh, devolving, and yeah. you know, kind of getting worse with him being on the island longer. There was an early draft of the script that had Chuck having two different personalities talking to each other. Good Chuck and bad <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> oh, so it was like some Gollum shit? Kind of, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so cool, honestly. I don't know. I know. I don't know how that would go, honestly, without how, like, how Amarta used to it and how I like it already, but like, right. I feel like that would definitely be interesting, you know? Yeah. 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 Along with the, the dialogue lines for Wilson, if we actually heard Wilson talk, like, what do you think this would turn into a comedy at that point? I maybe a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see this getting pretty silly. If Wilson talked and like a narrator. Yeah. But I could also see it turning really well 
if Tom Hanks could pull off voicing the volleyball himself too, and it was just him talking to himself. Oh yeah, it would have made it like a little not even comedic, maybe disturbing. Like jarring. Yeah, yeah. Like, from our viewer perspective, we'd see the volleyball talking with his voice. Oh when my you god! See like the actual clip of reality, it's just him talking back to himself. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. actually, I like that idea. That would be yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, it, I yeah, think that, that would add to the tone. It would have added more to the more like thrilling. Yeah, a bit more. I think. Yeah. Because along with that good Chuck and bad Chuck thing, like, you know, because, uh, you know, Wilson could play as like his, you know, uh, compulsive or uh, impulsive thoughts, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of the bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that could make it a little more intense that way if we actually heard what he was saying to himself, like through Wilson. I feel like that yeah. would be cool. Yep. A kind of an outside perspective for him. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, at least maybe a little bit, like, if he got in a couple situations where he might have been a little off his rocker, you know, like the the dire situations that he was in, like with his leg and losing blood, right? Like Mm -hmm. when he hit his leg on the coral, that kind of would have been a good point where Wilson could have at least just let out one line, like one yeah. line talking back to him. And you're kind of like, whoa, what the, f-? you know, you're kind of with him in that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> just like, Say something. You said something. <laughs> <laughs> please talk again. And that could have been a sad moment too. Like, please, like I need somebody to talk to me. Right. And he <laughs> yep. doesn't talk back again. You know? Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Like volleyball, volleyball just turns over. Ouch. Yeah, (laughs) your leg looks pretty bad there, buddy. (laughs) I like this movie does have really good snippets of dark, like uh, the thrilling aspects, like the the reef scene that you mentioned is really good. It's probably Mm -hmm. one of the best in the movie. And when he's finally gathering all the rope to build his raft and he's pulling up this log and you're like, okay, why, why do you store his rope there? Like, okay, why do you hang a log off the cliff? And then you start to see the shape when it gets all the way up. And then they're like, oh, a noose. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. When I saw that noose, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. He's going through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, this, yeah. That's, yeah, that's insane. Just hints of like deeper darkness in the movie, but they don't ever like go full into it. It still stays pretty lighthearted. Yeah, and uh, him finding the dead body of one of the staff members, I was like, "Wow, okay, they're actually like showing his like dead face." Oh yeah, basically, you know, I thought it got a little more dark with that too, and even when the plane was crashing too, and one of the other staff members when they flew up and hit their head. And there was mm. just blood. I was like, okay, I was not expecting that turn, actually. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, especially from a Tom Hanks movie, you're like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, all fun and games, even though he's stuck on an island. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't I, I didn't think it would have the gravity it did. Yeah, I, I love the whole plane crush scene. That one's really good as well. It's depicted really well, and it's, like, actually frightening, and you're like, Oh shit. 
Yeah. What's going to happen here? Not bad graphics either, actually. No. Like I think yeah. I think that could stand up pretty well nowadays, and especially when the plane was going further and further down in the water, mm-hmm. and him trying to get that raft going so he could propel himself up to the surface. I was I was like, wow, okay. And that's what I mean. That's the thrilling part of the movie. I wouldn't consider this whole movie a thriller, really. Mm, to to no, me. I wouldn't either. To me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who would call it a thriller. I mean, there's more it's more drama than thrills. I would say. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely a drama. Yes. Uh, and I'll go back to the beginning of the movie here. Uh, I thought it was a very natural way to get into the film with, you know, the, the Elvis music and uh, the FedEx <laughs> commercial seeming aspect of it. <laughs> uh, like it's all hustle and bustle and it's like very like rapid and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm wrapped up in this already, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even with the family dinner for Christmas, it seemed like a family dinner based in reality too, like an actual family dinner, how it would kind of go down. Yeah. Everyone seemed like a family and comfortable. Yeah. It didn't look like fake, like a lot of family dinners do in movies. And I don't know if I was just really hungry while watching this movie, but like that dinner <laughs> looks like really good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a, there's a thing. I, Sometimes like putting food in film is deliberate, especially with like TV shows, because for some reason, uh, putting food like in an episode or something like uh, has like a retention like aspect to it. Like it keeps people engaged. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's like because it makes you hungry and then you want to eat while watching it. That makes you like want to watch it more or something. But I don't know. I, I think there was like some sort of study out there that was about that. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> I can Eric, see I that. Like, that. Like it inspires yeah. you to be like, oh, I should watch this while I'm eating dinner. And I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just watching it every night as a routine with dinner. Oh, somebody's yeah, eating with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I I also love how Tom Hanks's character isn't painted as a complete asshole with, you know, you get those little hints already that he's not a complete dickhead that is going to go through this whole traumatic experience and then come out as a better person. Right. He already has those hints where, especially where you mentioned to his one friend or coworker about a doctor that he could set his wife up with, I want to say, right? Yeah. Like his wife was very sick or something and professionals couldn't really figure it out. And he mentioned, oh, I can get in touch with this doctor that I know. Yeah. Like the, the friendship between Chuck and his best friend there is really good. Like it's not highlighted a lot in the movie. It's just a little bit at the beginning and a little bit at the end. Then he gets back and he's like, man, I'm so sorry that I missed like you losing your wife. I should have been here for that. Like, I'm sorry I wasn't here for you. Yeah, like afterwards when he gets back home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's another one yeah. of those like just brief, darker, or more emotional movement. 
uh, moments in the movie that I really like that. I wish there was more of that kind of stuff in the movie. Yes, agreed. It kind of adds more to the drama aspect of it. And really, you don't, you, you could almost tell Chuck, like, hey, you don't have to apologize for that. You're gone, you know, yeah. in a very terrible incident, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like it wasn't his fault at all that he was gone. No, no, but he still he still was able to say, I'm sorry that I wasn't here. And it's like, wow, okay, that's a very the deep, nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that takes that takes a lot. I mean, if I was stuck on an island for, you know, three years of my life and I come back to society, <laughs> I'd be like Fuck all of y'all. I'm going to bed. Yes. So like the fact that he's, you know, still thinking about other people after he's like barely made it out alive, you know, gives a lot of character. Exactly. Yeah. And even being on the island and still loving and caring about his partner, uh, Helen Hunt, you know, and uh, latching on to her. It's it wasn't like a oh I can do this on my own type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like a very selfish person that we usually do see go through these dire circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy that, that it wasn't following along with that pattern that I've seen in many stories. So that that's one aspect that I would say I love about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool because it's usually like, okay, this person has a flaw. We got to put, put them through some hardship to uh, make <laughs> them realize they're, you know, the whole game thing. Uh, yes. Got to put them through yeah. all the shit to get over their flaw. But this, it was just, he worked a lot, I guess. Sort he of worked a lot. Maybe too much. Yeah, yeah, and offered his, his services too many times when yeah. other people could have probably done it. Yeah. Yeah. So now it seemed like when he came back, he was, he's like, okay, what should I do for my happiness? So it mm-hmm. was like, like a backwards of what you usually see. Right. Yeah. And like, it just shows even good people can go through terrible, terrible things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like he, he like, there's no way in hell he would ever deserve that. I mean, it was just a normal day for him. He was just gonna, yeah. he got caught up in life too much, you know, just, I forgot to appreciate, uh, you know, the little things and yeah. Right. I mean, mean, it's, it's easy to do. It's way, way too easy to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about how great Helen Hunt's performance is in this? Like as soon as she sees him finally, and they're like confronted at, um, at her house. Like you can just tell, like the passion that she still has for this man. You're like, yeah. Oh, she clearly still cares for him, even before she like tries to kiss him. Yeah. How do you act that whole part out? Right. I was, I was really looking forward to how that situation would play out. Yeah. You I, know. Have you guys seen Pearl Harbor? I have not. No, it came out around the same time as this. It's kind of like a similar thing, and it's like, well, what do you do when you're declared dead and you come back, and it's like. Oh, your partner moved on because it's been so many years. Like, just what do you do with that? It's such a gray area. 
very weird and special circumstance, right? And I think if it wasn't for her having a kid with her new husband, she probably would have left the guy. Maybe. What we see. Maybe. And, I mean, very big of Chuck to let that go. Yeah. And just, yeah. Like, that. it takes a really big person. Because I was... I was waiting to see frustration or anger from him. And like, how could you do this to me or something like that? Usually like you do see characters or people saying that, right? But yeah, very level-headed in that situation. And I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's it takes a really high level of clarity to realize like, hey, I, I understand this whole situation and I'm going to do the right thing and move on with my life since you moved on instead of, you know, trying to destroy this new relationship that formed. Exactly. You could get this girl back. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's such a rough scenario to be in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I just in my heart, that's what made me so sad as well. And uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to the ending and I'll talk more about the ending. But like um, I will say right now that that also really added to the movie for me. Honestly, I could say uh, maybe the first three fourths of the movie. It was kind of a roller coaster for me, how into it I was and how attached. And then at the ending, that's what got me. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I could watch a whole movie like this. But it's an ending for a reason, and it really like capitalized on everything. So I'm really glad it finished strong. Yeah, it. I think it finished really strong. It maybe would have been too easy to say, oh, he's off the island. Everything goes back to normal now after all that time. And say, oh, he gets the girl again. Happy ending. Yeah. No, you have to go through the... His his struggles aren't done yet, but yeah, he talks to uh, I forgot his buddy's name, but I can't remember either. <laughs> he talks to him at the end, and he's like going on this monologue. He's like, you know, like she was my whole reason, like she kept me alive through that whole ordeal being on the island, and mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, you just gotta keep going, keep breathing, keep breathing. Yeah, like it was a really good message. I liked it. Yeah, like Chuck and her needed each other at a certain point in their lives. Like Chuck needed her while he was on the island and to keep him going. Um, Not just for himself, but for somebody else back home. And she needed him probably to see that she could have happily ever after in her life. You know, Mm -hmm. if if that makes sense. And yeah, yeah. People come and go, no matter how it happens. But, you know, they both had to kind of depart each other for this certain very special circumstance. And Mm -hmm. that was so sad. That was so sad to me. Yeah. I mean, like, him being considered dead, like, you can't, you know, you can't really expect her to drop everything she's built ever since she came back, you know. No, yeah, yeah, and kind of just put her life on pause. And you might get people that say three years isn't a long time, 
but if you it's really pretty long time. if you really take into account how long a year takes you know it's it's a long time actually yeah, yeah. and they talk about that a little bit when she's making them the coffee and she's like no i never became a professor it's like I, I put my life on pause when you went missing yeah and so like just threw a whole wrench in her entire life yeah if you're waiting right. on somebody to come back from a you know a flight for you know six months uh, that's gotta be a really long fucking time right well like i guess i'm trying to put it in perspective obviously she wasn't waiting on him to come back from a flight but like really he just left because that that was his work and like there was waiting on him to come back and he never came back it's like what do you do you know yeah yeah you don't know where he is what happened to him yeah in this plane crash Jesus, to put an emphasis on it, way shittier <laughs> during a storm. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know when when he like it emerges out of the water and it's downpouring. There's fire all around. It's thundering. You know, it, wow, what a chaotic situation. Just to add to yeah. it, and it's dark out, guys. Like, yeah, damn. It's dark. Can't see anything. Like, it's all. And you're supposed to just sit there and what are you going to do? You know, like you can't like go in a direction. You just sit in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you supposed to go? You can't see out in the distance, you know, at all. Yeah. It's just like, it's just, uh, yeah. Constant feelings of dread are around every corner in this movie. Exactly. It's like, man, what a, t- well, like, what a, like, uh, what, what am I thinking of? Uh, it's like spread out words, Eric. Come on, you got this. I know. I'm trying to think of like the word for it, but like if you like, you don't know like despair. That's what it is. Uh, despair. That's yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Constant despair all the time. Yeah. And you get the you get the isolating feeling big time right away when he washes up on shore yeah. of that island. You're that. That's also what I love about it. It really just effortlessly made it. <laughs> just so isolating. I one of the big cons I do want to say about this movie is I like how they shift the narrative. Like they could easily, I mean, this movie is twenty three years ago, but they could have easily made it like, oh, this guy is completely out of his element now. He has to figure out what's going on, and, and he kind of did have to do that. But there was so much stuff where, like, right away he just like got to work doing stuff and there's no exact passage of day counter throughout the movie, but like he's immediately like opening packages, trying to hunt for fish. Like he's just going at it. And I just like admired his ingenuity in a lot of the, the stuff that I'm like, I don't know if I would have thought of that if yeah. I was ever trapped on an Island. His ingenuity definitely saved him. I mean, I feel yes. like the average person would just kind of wait around and kind of just like feel like, well, I'm stuck on a deserted island. <laughs> I don't know how to survive. It's easy to get like get wrapped up in your head. It's like I can't do anything. I don't know how to doing. I don't, you know, but like, yeah, he just got to work. He yeah. probably went through a lot of that too. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, I actually I have that in my notes too. He just he got to work right away, trying to survive and not being completely hopeless, like kind of moaning and. Man, like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Somebody help me. You know, just like sitting on the beach and just 
in despair. Yeah, he got he got to work. Yeah, I think it could have been like, you know, like he might as well like get a like get something started to get through till the next day. Maybe he just wanted to like delay his problems a little bit. You know, I'll figure it out tomorrow. Yeah, because, like I feel like the next day, like he just started like you know, feeling a little bit more of the despair of like, okay, like, what do I do? You know, going like trapped in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And <laughs> I also got to say, it's, since he washed up on the island and everything was coming together, like him putting the help into the sand. Yeah. And drying <laughs> it out and then putting the wood in there to fill it in because it was getting washed away immediately since i hadn't seen this movie before guys don't give me shit all right but i thought about madagascar because <laughs> madagascar references this movie so much like instead of wilson it's spalding come on <laughs> wait you said you haven't seen madagascar or you no no i hadn't seen castaway and i kept thinking about madagascar because i'd oh, seen that you know okay. and and like i said in the beginning of the pod like you know i knew the references to this movie but i'd never seen it seen it you know <laughs> yeah so yeah it, madagascar was just sticking in my head it could not get out of my mind <laughs> <laughs> oh no it was great though it was great to be reminded of that and also, once I saw the first FedEx package wash up onto the shore, I said out loud to myself while watching the movie, hope it's something useful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I didn't think about how much crap, no offense to like to people that want their birthday cards and stuff, but I'm like, oh yeah, most of that's just like nothing that's going to help him in the survival aspect. Like yes. you got like a marriage yeah. of dissolution documents and the birthday cards and he's just throwing all his crap away and like all oh, those guys are never gonna get their packages right right uh a quick thing to add since you mentioned the birthday card apparently i saw okay all these fun facts that i have thank you imdb i'm giving them credit uh but that birthday card the writing on it was robert zemeckis's handwriting actually oh was it like a real birthday card uh For someone I don't think so. I think he just wrote on it, you know, just to have it in there. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that the director wrote that instead of just some (laughs) random crew member or something. It's good that you thought of that detail. I mean, you can't just throw a prop in there without a, you know, a little more detail. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes it more fun, you know? Yeah. Like you, uh, you mentioned about Madagascar referencing this so much. I like that, uh, though this movie didn't feel as huge as its reputation makes it seem like Mm -hmm. some of the best things about this movie are all the references people make to it. Yeah. There's so many quotable lines. Like he finally gets the, the thing to light. Fire. Fire. fire He's like, Hey, fire. fire." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I still do that sometimes. I was like, like, uh, like even like I burn something in the kitchen, I'm like fire. <laughs> That's amazing. Or he's like, put that out. I have made fire. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that every single time now. <laughs> That's great that I'm in on this now. I'm in on it. 
also uh, w- like me talking about the FedEx package washing up. It's funny how his job materials were there to help him and one of his only sources, you know, mm. plenty of FedEx boxes to go around. <laughs> yeah, no shortage. No. The one scene I probably didn't like in this movie is when he's doing his own root canal or whatever you'd call it. Oh, no. With the, the, the ice removal. Ice skate, right? Yeah, the ice skate. Yeah. I was like, please Holy don't show me this. Please don't show me this. And they kept not cutting away. So when we were talking about the one of the staff members washing up on shore and kind of showing how a little dark this movie is, I also thought that was kind of a highlight of Chuck being a good guy with him giving him a proper burial. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he didn't have yeah. to do that at all. And yeah. he was already hurting and, you know, out of sorts. So I just can't imagine, you know, pulling a dead body up when, when really once he's dead, doesn't really matter. I get, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it's no. just a very nice yeah. symbolic thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great point. And I, I actually thought the same thing when I watched through, I didn't write that down, but I was like, Oh, I think in that, I was like, am I selfish? I think I just would have left his body. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like he's actually given the whole ceremony. I'm like, that's actually really respectful. It's nice. Damn, like, Andy. Well, I'm like, if you're like trying to survive and stuff, and you're like, okay, I need to eat now. Like, yeah, yeah, burying the body is the first thing you're gonna think of. Yeah, and he actually like looks through his wallet and like writes his name on the wall. And I'm, ha- <laughs> I'm happy this was maybe a teachable moment for you, Andy, to not be so fucking selfish. <laughs> All right. Hey. You could birth the cannibalism right away. Come on, man. <laughs> once, I got, once I got crabs and coconuts, then I can go bury the bodies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Once you get supplies first and yes. make sure you're fed and well off, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't it, uh, bury bodies on an empty stomach anyways. I mean. No, yeah. you need some energy to do that shit. Yeah. Right? And that guy, that guy did not look light. You know, I'm not saying no. he was like very big, but I mean. You know, as yeah. big as Tom Hanks, and you're going to need a little, yeah. 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 Plus, he was uh, basically, you know, full of water, too. So, it added a little more pounds. All right. I'm getting too yeah. descriptive. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Move on. Move on from the dead body. Okay. Yeah. And cannibalism. Yep. Okay. Hey, so, guys. Good yeah. podcast topics. All right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Good job, guys. So, uh, the weight topic. Sorry. Small point. Yeah. No, go ahead. This might be in your your trivia notes, but I liked seeing mm-hmm. that he bulked up a little bit before the role so that he could look a little pudgy, and then he like lost a lot of weight while doing the island scenes. It was very nice to see. And growing his hair out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's Andy. That's I kind of hate you. <laughs> Taking you, your uh, points. You took away. You took away my last fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Very, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that fun fact too. Sorry, Eric, what did you ask? Is that his natural hair? Uh, it is. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. that takes a lot of work. I know. I know. That, that's why I thought well, it was not cool. actually kind of quite opposite, but like I don't know, just like walking around looking homeless all the time. <laughs> yeah. like, right. Right. You know. And actually, yeah. He. It was a year. A year break for a pause in production oh. for him to lose that weight and grow out the hair. Or did you say that Andy? No, I didn't say the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a year. I think, um, thank you. IMDb again. 
Yeah. Yeah. Imagine just being like, oh, hey, Tom, how you doing? You looking a little ragged. You okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Preparing for a movie. You okay? Did you lose <laughs> your home? How's the <laughs> acting going? Uh, are you still doing it? <laughs> are you getting paid at all? Yeah. <laughs> are you just volunteering? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the shoes on the the staff member that he found, the dead body. It sucks yeah. that those had to be turned into sandals. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, pretty stylish. Way to go, Tom. I, yeah, that was another smart thing too. I was like, "Oh shit! Well, those are useless. They're the wrong size." I mean, next scene, you see him with his toes sticking out. Yeah, no, I would have never thought of that. I mean, maybe I'm an idiot. I don't. You're just not. You're just not Chuck Nolan. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. None I can't. Are. I can't compare to that guy. Yeah, this dude, this guy is like he's, he's an industrialist. You know? I don't I don't know. I might have made use of that noose up on the cliff. I'm sorry to get dark. Is impressive. I got really dark. That is unlike me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what I made it would have made use of. <laughs> what? The noose. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to mention another thing. I'm like, what? Um, I would have made you gonna, that volleyball. You play volleyball with Wilson? Or... <laughs> I don't know. Play volleyball with him? <laughs> God, that, I'd feel like I'm abusing him then, you know? If yeah. you're like slapping him around. That, oh, That's man. true. Poor yeah. Wilson. my friend's head you're playing with. Exactly. Oh, that one failed attempt at Rescue 2. Like once that blinking light is going, you feel Chuck's desperation along with him. Yeah. Obviously, like please, please notice him. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you look at the runtime and you're like, yeah, it's not gonna work. No, no, yeah, <laughs> this is not over. I'm like I'm still rooting for you. Yeah, I'm still yeah. rooting for you. Well, why you gotta be that guy that looks at the runtime? You have to be so no, statistical uh, about it. No, like bro, <laughs> you're like, come on. And he's a stat guy. He's an analytic guy. <laughs> I am a stat guy, and I'm also like, I, we're not. And well, I thought this movie was only like an hour and a half. I'm like, we're not an hour into this movie yet when that happened. So no, like, no, like, it's not gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, it kind of does happen a little late. Yeah, a little soon. And yeah. I was like, there's no way, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's pretty but quick. I, I also didn't expect the ending when he got back home for it to be as long as it was, but I'm really mm-hmm. glad about it, actually. Like, I'm glad that we got to see the aftermath more. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not a lot of movies do that. It's like, oh, you saved classical music plays and done. Yep. The end. Oh, yeah. Finished. Yeah. I like uh, like how he still had to sleep on the floor in order to be comfortable, and with the locket and stuff, and then yep. the flashlight turning it on and off. Oh, well, man. not the flashlight, but the what was it? The table lamp. Yes. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because he had a flashlight on the island from yeah. the a worker as well. Yeah. Way to almost make me tear up again, Eric. Thanks. <laughs> real. And those waves when he was going out on the on the life raft the first time going out there, yeah. you know, God, those waves were unrelenting. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I was like, I don't know. Once you get out a little ways, I've always seen those movies where it's like, don't go too far into the water. That's when, you know, like Moana, she got fucked up mm-hmm. by waves, too. 
and you yeah. know, hit some coral. Oh, they took that away from Castaway, I believe. Uh, <laughs> coral. But, yeah, that coral is rough. Like yeah. I was imagining it being soft, and it was cutting them up. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, when you kind of think about it, how porous it is and stuff, you know, and like I have felt coral outside of the water. It is pretty like, I mean, it's not quite like a rock. It's a little like, like ceramic solid, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. God, that would scratch you up too. Yeah. It's kind of like, like mother nature was like, okay, we really don't want you to tempt us again. So we're not only going to uh, fuck up your boat, we're going to cut you up and then we're going to throw in a storm when he got back to the beach just to yeah. top it all off. Yeah. What assholes? He had to get out of the rain. I'm like, God, he's limping over here, guys. Can you like <laughs> let the rain up a little bit so he can, you know, see where he's going? Yep. It's like, don't yeah. try that again. <laughs> no, no kidding. And yeah, when the coral hit his leg, I winced so bad. Mm. I was like, ow. Yeah. It was a you deep know? cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they didn't show us it again. I was like, I thought they were going to show us like uh, more of a healing process for that, but it was pretty oh, the, quick. The wound, yeah, it was it was pretty concerning right away. And I was like, okay, is this going to really affect him throughout the rest of the movie? You know, on yeah. the island, like, is it going to get really infected? Is he gonna, you know, stuff yeah. like that? But yeah, like you said, it, do- it doesn't really come back up. So we, uh, I forgot what movie Eric and I talked about before, but like, you don't realize till like you're you're watching some of these movies where they're outside of uh, the range of medical professionals. You're like, Oh, you know, one cut like that could just, you know, you're dead sepsis. So yep. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe the salt water, uh, kind of, uh, cleaned it disinfected up. Disinfected it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But who knows? Oh, and also, Wilson didn't deserve that kick. Fuck Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> he kicked him right out of the cave. Come on, man. And then and yeah. then you're begging for him to come back. Well, what did you expect? Yeah, man. Yeah. You told him to leave, and then he's like, all right, bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wilson's like, all right, I'm done with this shit. I'm done with yeah, you. He, you he ain't playing those games, man. Yeah. yeah, God, that was so sad. It's like, you didn't yeah, have was, to. that was really sad. I, I was like, I really hope he finds Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I thought that's and, when we were going to lose him. Like, you know, just because the classic line that he's probably going to lose him at some point in the movie. And right. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is where we lose him. He's just going to be sitting on the rock when he's looking. He's like, he's I was waiting find for him. it. I was waiting for him to yell his name. You know, I was yeah. like, okay, when is this going to come up? Oh, okay, okay, this makes more there sense. There it is. Yeah. And it was a very funny and memorable moment, but so freaking sad at the same time. Yeah. And you're. Like he's got to hang on to someone because mm-hmm. we always need at least like one person in our lives, right? He can't just be totally alone. And that mm-hmm. had to be a, an inanimate object like a volleyball. So mm-hmm. just just very sad that he was so desperate to get him back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What other notes you got for Castaway? Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Should we hit on the really emotional ending? Sure. Yeah. Okay. They're Chuck and okay. What what's um Helen Hunt's name? Her character name? Do you remember at all? Uh, she was Kelly. Kelly. There we go. Yeah. Oh man, when they hugged, yeah, that that broke me. 
that broke me. Oh, in the rain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, just, like, little things, too. Like, also the fridge door opening up when yes. she opens the fridge. Photos. She sees her daughter. It's, like, another stab in the heart, you know? That, yeah. was, that was a sad one that, like, it clenched my heart a little bit. Like, as soon as she opened it, like, the fridge door was right in his face. And, like, all of a sudden he's seeing all this proof that she's not his anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, so much stuff has happened while he's been away. Especially to someone he, like, really cared deeply about, you know? Yep. And a very sad thought that he had Kelly before and when he was on the island and he kept believing. And... Then once once he gets back to safety, she, you know he doesn't have her anymore. <laughs> yeah, God dang. <laughs> I think I missed something. But did her was her husband just gone with the kid? Why were they not there? Oh, I, I kept point. waiting for her husband to come back down. I'm like, is this going to be really awkward? Like, is he going to catch them kissing? Yeah, good point. Because it was late at night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty late. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember if she made a comment that they were gone or not. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't I sure know. if I missed anything there. God, he lost Wilson and he lost Kelly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I hope Wilson is just chilling somewhere good now. He'll wash up on another on another island for another castaway. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, he can Cast be somebody else's too. friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With just blood smeared all over the front of the volleyball. Sequel oh time. my god, yeah. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> okay, who should be casted? Who should be casted as uh, the main character instead of Tom Hanks? In the same movie or like a new castaway? In Castaway 2. Who do you think? Jack Nicholson. What? His old ass? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I love Jack Nicholson, anymore. but I don't. Yeah, he. I don't think he really is acting anymore. No, nah. but no, that would be no. pretty freaking hilarious, Eric. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to. I feel like. I don't know. Maybe someone around Miles Teller's age and acting range. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could see. You know what? Maybe not specifically him, but I'm thinking like his age group. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think I could see like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he could do that. He could, a little uh, bit. Yeah, he could pull off a really good like uh, transformation on the island too, because he's so bulky right now for Thor and all that. And if he <laughs> lost it all, like it'd be very visible. Exactly. Yeah, but imagine right? how hard it would be to get that all back for the Oh next my god, his body would be so messed up. I mean, it's yeah. not like Tom Hanks was jacked before he no. started pudging up, you know. Huh. What about uh Will Poulter? I feel like he could do a pretty funny castaway. Andy. God. Eyebrows Kid one. from Maze Runner. <laughs> I, know, I know we're, we're the Millers. <laughs> we're the Millers. Uh, the Bear. Yeah. The, yes, The Bear I and uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And yep. that one horror movie that we've and seen. And also. Midsummer. Midsummer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. 
God, I, I think love you that could guy. do a, you could do a really funny castaway. Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch. Oh my god! Which is funny because yeah. I think he is English, isn't he? He is. He is. And like, I'm like, okay, he has a British accent in Bandersnatch. I was like, what the hell? And then oh. come to find out, yeah. yeah. He also he's... was British in um the Bear. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And he's yeah. British in Guardians. Yeah. 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 It's weird because. It's just one of those things like English actors pull off American accents so well, but not the other way around. But we cannot do it the other way around. Yeah. No. You know, Their Michael C. Hall so more did advanced. Michael C. Hall did a pretty all right British accent for not being British in um in that uh limited series Safe on Netflix. Safe. If you guys haven't watched that, yeah. It's safe. it's like a murder mystery. Yeah, it's just called Safe. Okay. I'll check mm-hmm. that out. I'm a big fan of Michael C. Hall. Dude, same. Dexter is my shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's in uh he's in that one time travel detective movie I recommend, uh, In the Shadow of the Moon, I think it was called. Oh, yes. I have that on my list. And yeah. also I got so excited because Game Night is one of my favorite movies. And when he shows up in it, <laughs> oh man, I was like, yes. Yeah, that was a big surprise when I went to it in the theater for the first time. Yeah, he's good. He's not enough stuff. I know. I know. So sad. But yeah. Yeah, I kind of think that's all I have for Castaway, really. Oh, final little tiny note. Yeah. Tom Hanks is talking to the crew at the beginning of the movie. And he's like, this package I mailed to Russia and then back to myself. It took like 84 hours or whatever he said it was mm, and he was mm-hmm. upset by that and I'm like that's pretty fast even by like our modern day standards like mm-hmm. to russia was, back in like three days i was gonna say that too yeah and even when nell kind of caught the beginning with me she said the same thing she's like oh that's not bad though yeah maybe that's like two overnight things is what he's tracking it by so he's like mm-hmm. oh you're over the two day thing but like that's a pretty good ship time like if i order stuff from overseas it's like a couple weeks yeah oh exactly yeah but that's all i have on castaway yeah me too awesome so what have you guys been watching lately what's what's the good movies out there and or shows (laughs) well since it's kind of christmas time been kind of going through some christmassy stuff and Nell and I, we she's actually shown me more Christmas movies that I've never seen than anybody else. Like <laughs> I'm very surprised. I'm I'm very versed in more Halloween ish stuff. Yeah. So it's it's been nice to kind of garner more Christmas movies in my kind of collection. So she showed me Meet the Meet the Parents, that whole trilogy. Oh, with Ben Ben Stiller? Yes, yeah, she showed me that about like two years ago, I would say, and yeah, rewatched all three with her just this past week, so that was good. Uh, she loves Christmas with the Cranks. That is actually like one of her like top movies, like in general, not even just Christmas. So yeah, she showed me that about a couple years ago too. So we've been watching that annually for Christmas, and one of my favorites, Krampus. Check out. 
by myself the other night because Nell doesn't take too well to horror. You know, it's, it's not bad. But. Yeah, perfect blend of spooky and Christmas. I think so. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, yeah, I think that's a really special movie. And let's see. Uh, we we did start that new Netflix movie, uh, Family Switch, with Jennifer Gardner and Ed Helms as the parents. And they switch. It's kind of like a Freaky Friday situation where they switch bodies with their ch- both their children. So both oh. parents and the children all switch. And their baby and their dog switch. <laughs> That's an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is that called? family switch i believe but like i I mean it's it's not an amazing movie and i noticed kind of right away like you know how netflix kind of has that glossy look to a lot of their movies i don't know how to explain it do you guys know what i'm saying in like the cinematography yes yeah it's kind of like it's it's glossy are you talking about like every uh michael bay film ever Kind of like that, that too. kind of glossy. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And just all these Netflix originals, like or not all of them, I should say, like The Killer, that definitely didn't have gloss because it's David Fincher, you know, he he knows what he's doing. But like yeah. for some reason, these kind of in the middle of the pack Netflix movies, they just kind of glossy and it kind of bothers me at times. I don't mean to sound pretentious about it. It's just like, it's kind of, Kind of like when you talk about Marvel movies and how they all kind of have the same look and feel. Oh yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. What it kind of it kind of gets you kind of get over it. Yep. You know, but like I thought it was fun enough. It's a it's a fun family movie, I would say, and we still need to finish it because we had to go somewhere um, the other day. But yeah, I I'd say that's really about it. Just more Christmassy stuff, and of course watching the two pods we're doing tonight um those movies for the first time mm-hmm. yeah yeah what about you guys a lot of good stuff good holiday stuff mm-hmm. eric do you want to go first you can go first okay i have um, so i want to recommend a related one for this and i was really thinking i'm like we don't have enough good deserted island or like stranded movies like mm-hmm good ones at least i was thinking i'm like should i recommend life of pi for this but life of pi is almost more spiritual and not really about the survival and i was like oh lost kind of fits into this thing but only like season one so my my recommend for the related of this would be like a mixture of lost season one and pi somewhere in the middle of that (laughs) and then you get the perfect like desert island castaway movie Wow, special blend, Andy. I like how you got creative with that. <laughs> so, but for like unrelated stuff, I just watched a Guillermo del Toro movie that I'd been putting off on my list for a while, and it Which blew one? me away. Uh, it's called The Shape of Water. Oh. Have you seen this one? Yes, I have. I loved this one. I was going into it like, I'm okay, this premise looks all right. And then I just got hooked with the movie. It was very gripping. And it's a good romance movie that I normally don't fall into those categories. 
but I think just the the acting with um, uh, Michael Shannon and Sally Hawkins, uh, just it's all really well put together into this very odd concept. And I almost thought because it was uh, Del Toro doing this movie, I'm like, is this the creature from Hellboy? It's the but same apparently actor. It's, it's supposed to be uh, like a take on a uh, creature of the Black Lagoon. Um, oh, sure. So uh, older horror movie. But yeah, this one's good. It's a good mix of sci-fi, romance, uh, drama. So it's one I would highly recommend checking out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. I need to actually revisit that um, because I think when I watched it, it was kind of around right when it came out. And yep. I will admit my mind wasn't as developed as it was as it is now, you know, so, you know, kind of kind of being more open to that stuff. I, I did like I did enjoy it for the most part, I think so. Yeah, I definitely need to check that one out again. And it it, it is the same actor that plays um, the, the guy from character Hellboy. in Hellboy. Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, he's in a lot of uh, Del Toro stuff, and also like other other roles where he has a lot of makeup and shit on, like that. You know. Yeah. 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 Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. And if my recommendation was enough, if you want to know if fish have penises, then You'll find out in that movie. Yes. Yes, you will. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What about you, Eric? What have you been watching? So uh, two of the recommends I have is uh, Zone 1 or Zone 414. It's like a future dystopian movie uh, about a detective looking into uh, this, this guy's case. And there's like like there's a lot of androids everywhere and these androids are like indistinguishable from like real people. So it gets kind of like blurred between like, you know, what's humane to be treating, you know, on how to be treating these androids and stuff. So it's really interesting. Kind of reminds me of uh, Westworld in a way, like with, with what you were saying there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, zone four, one, four is my first one. Second one. Okay is uh, also kind of a dystopian future. I, I guess so I have a theme here. Yeah, you it's, do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's called Gamer. I Oh, I've heard of this one. Yeah. With Michael so, C. Hall? <laughs> with Michael C. Hall and Wonderful. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler, that's who I was thinking of. Yep. Yep. Big action movie. Okay. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's like they use... Um, real people as like pawns in a game like people controlling them like in a video game this guy created this uh this chip or this uh it's like nanobots some sort of nano cells that puts into people's brains that allows you to control them and it's like there's like a whole economy behind people using this stuff so that one's Hmm. also pretty interesting what I would not recommend is a movie I've seen called White Noise. All right. <laughs> I don't know oh, if you've ever heard shoot. of it or seen it, but like I, I, I did not it, like it. I agree with you, Eric. I it, agree with it you. It made too. no sense like at all. I was so upset. 
Yeah, I was like, I was pretty excited because it was like, it was Same. a different role for um our guy, uh, Adam Driver, baby. Adam Driver. And um, Greta yeah, Gerwig was, is always cool. good too. But like, I was thinking either it was way too smart for me or it just, it like, or I'm not crazy and it just didn't make any sense. I think it went over my head maybe. Yeah. I think it was like supposed to be somewhat smart, but like it went over my head. Yeah, I thought the same too. I'm like, I feel like I'm missing a premise or something. Something. Yeah. It just didn't really like, I couldn't get a grasp on it at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't watch it, but I kind of am. You can watch <laughs> it and see if you like it. If watch you it, like it, don't. definitely <laughs> let me know why you liked it because I am missing the point. Oh, I, please. I agree. Never sit through that one again. No, yeah. no, that's not a rewatch on my list. But gamer, I would, I would second your recommendation for that. That's it's yeah. cheesy, but like, I really loved that movie growing up. Like, kind yeah. of a a fun movie. It's a it's fun not movie. Like amazing, but it's fun. Yeah, don't think yeah. about it too much, but like, it's don't, just fun to watch. Not too high expectations. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll ch- yeah, I'll check that one out. I've always seen it around. I just have never checked it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely do that. Any Jordan okay. Butler action movies are always pretty good. No, like, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I might have to disagree with that one, Andy. <laughs> That's me, why I haven't checked it out. <laughs> let me preface this. It's good on the level that Gamer is good. Like, okay. yeah, just okay. good. Not great. Like, he's no uh, Keanu Reeves or anything, but... No, no. Like, it's no John Wick, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I just, I like everything he's in. I don't think I love any of it, but it's always a good time. Like, those mm-hmm. fucking white house movies yeah they're oh, just oh my god fun. we'll white never check those out man they're fun they're fun god. how many times okay, okay how many times is the president gonna be <laughs> in yeah. danger in danger yeah yeah oh my god it, well hey it's if like he ever gets in danger you, you know gerard butler will be there yeah it's like he's like he's like Liam Neeson and Taken. Yeah. 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 It's that kind of level of action. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> action movies, they they need to be very good. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I kind of tune out and I'm like, this is like every other thing. You know what I'm saying? That's it's fair. It's yeah. just tough. But I understand what you guys are saying. If you love to have fun and stuff like that, like if I'm in the mood like that, okay, turn my mind off. Just, you know, kind of have it out there. Sure. But yeah. more often than not, I'm not in that mood. Yeah. If I want to have fun and kind of tune out, I'll put on a rewatchable movie that I know very well because mm-hmm. I, I know I love it. You know, I might be a little picky and freaky about that, but sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just me, though. That's me. If you if you want a little insight into Hunter's mind, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, not not that you need it. <laughs> I totally know what you mean. I have I have some comfort movies that I always come back to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's just always nice, you know, especially if you're down, you know. Mm-hmm. Since you recommend like a not watch one, I actually have a not watch one that I seen lately. Don't you dare. <laughs> it's not. It's not what you think. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, it's a Nick Cage movie. I'm not a big fan of Nick Cage for warning in the like in general me either andy i'm with you for me i'm with you i watched pig pig oh this was on hulu 
I think the only problem that I didn't like it is because it was advertised to me wrong. I was told it was going to be John Wick, but with Nick Cage type of thing. And then <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth. So if, if you do want to go into this movie, it's not terrible. I just had the wrong expectations. <laughs> if you want a good drama with Nick Cage getting upset over a truffle pig for an hour oh and a half, oh it's, it's a good what? drama. <laughs> I knew it was weird. Yeah, it's it's not fantastic. But I think my broken expectations were it was the worst thing going into it. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. No, been hearing about that one. And yeah, I don't know if I want to check that one out. <laughs> so thank you, Andy, for kind of giving me a preview. But it does have uh, Alex Wolf in it. I like Alex Wolf. Because he's in like Hereditary and Old. He's in all the uh, Shyamalan movies. And mm-hmm. um, he's pretty good. I like him. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. Oh, shoot. I totally forgot one to recommend. Yeah. We just watched the movie Bottoms. Oh, yeah. With the. Uh, Bill Yeah. 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 It. Oh, man. I. My. My friend from L.A. that is a film editor, she recommended it to me because I believe, if I remember right, she mentioned that one of her editor friends edited the movie. So, yeah, she definitely recommended that one. And Nell and I finally got around to watching it. And wow, wow. It's it's different, guys. It's different from what it's you've different. seen in a very good way. Like, it's refreshing. It I didn't know what to expect. All I knew was that it was kind of Fight Club-ish, comedy, like comedy, you know. And wow, just actually very good writing and comedy in it. And it, I don't know, it, it kind of really passes the time. So, hmm. yeah, no, I would definitely recommend that one to you guys. It's, it's on Hulu. Or, I can check yeah. that out then. Or wait, it might not be on Hulu. Sorry. I might be getting mixed up with another movie. I can't remember if we need to rent it or not, but it's it's available somewhere. This one says MGM. I've never actually MGM used that platform. Plus. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's that's right. Nell and I were looking. I'm like, it's on MGM Plus. And I'm like, <laughs> Wait, when did that become a fucking thing? <laughs> right? Like all these freaking companies have their own streamers now. Come on. I, I right. must have seen it somewhere though. Like, I know like you, you say bottoms and I, I'm like, I've seen this title card somewhere too. It was in theaters. It, it's a newer movie. That's why. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. It's a newer. It kind of, it just got released. I'd say a month, a little couple months ago, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this one looks interesting. Good. I, I like the premise. I uh, just haven't checked it out yet. No. I yeah. The interesting has Marshawn Lynch in it. Guys, he plays a teacher. And oh my God, that's one of the most like unexpected things about it. He's actually <laughs> a decent actor in it. He's, he's so he's, he's funny. He's funny that's as cool. shit. Yeah, no, like he just adds to the comedy of the whole thing. Like everybody's good in it. And also one of the main girls, let's see, her name is, I don't want to say it wrong, Ao Adibiri. She mm-hmm. is in The Bear. She, oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Which one is that? 
she's the new the new cook that joins them and oh, is pretty yeah, young. The sous chef. Yes, the okay. sous chef. There we go. Yep. I like and her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she is super funny in it too. Like mm-hmm. just everybody just kills it. Yeah, I liked I liked her in that show. I yeah, I will definitely have to give this one a watch. I'm not going to get MGM. Uh, no, don't. I think I think we did uh, rent it off of Prime. Yeah, <laughs> rent it. It's it's only like three fifty. I want to say. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I had to rent Castaway because I could not find it anywhere. Same, same. That too. Yeah. So, Andy, I kind of don't like you about that either because I had to spend some money. You know. <laughs> And I didn't know I, that going into it. <laughs> yeah, and it was a lot easier watching the terminal. So yeah, yes. yeah, that was yeah. on um, what was it? Ju Ju uh, Tubi. Tubi, yeah. yeah. Tubi, yeah, With yeah. Commercials. Yep. Uh, it's also on Paramount Plus. So this one oh, has that's, that's where I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Paramount. Yep, that's right. So yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the terminal. Yes, this one is this one Eric's pick. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna be covering uh, the terminal next. Another Tom Hanks hit. Yeah, uh, Tom Hanks in it up this month in December. Yeah, can't get enough of the guy. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. his month. I <laughs> uh, excited to discuss that one and see how uh, his performance varies. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you guys want to recommend any Tom Hanks movies to us or good Christmas movies that we should check out before the month ends, because then it's, it's cut off. We can't watch anymore in January. You can reach us at hazardousopinionspod <laughs> at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email or hazardousopinionspod on Instagram. Uh, and we always shoot out reminders when new episodes drop on there. So make sure you follow us and get the newest info uh and then uh we have a discord which is probably the easiest and quickest way to chat with us uh links in the description to join there and yeah if you guys want to give some stars or a review depending if you're on apple or spotify uh, it's much appreciated helps us get noticed and get more people to chat with uh about movies support please people Yes, support small businesses. <laughs> yes, we are very small. Yeah, so uh, we will see you guys in uh, the terminal. Return, see you guys Going to the airport. Going to the airport. Cheers. Bye-bye. I gave a letter to the postman. He put it in his sack. Bright and early next morning, he brought my letter back. She wrote upon it, return the sender, address unknown, no such number.